Hey guys, this is D. Williams again with This Comics Life. On this exciting episode, I'm going to be talking about how I recently became a hostage to a homeless, drug-riddled prostitute all at a gas station in Gardena. Man, this one is completely 100% true and 100% bonkers. Let's get into it on This Comics Life, episode 12. Let's check it out. Thank you all for tuning in again, once again, to This Comics Life, hosted by your own open mic comedian, stand-up extraordinaire, D. Williams. I know. Thank you very much. Uh, no applause. Uh, just money. Anyway. <laughs> thank you all for tuning in. This is the only podcast that follows my journey through stand-up comedy fame. One open mic to the next, week by week, and then I share it with you guys all on this podcast. It's going to be amazing. And this show is going to be unlike other shows uh, because uh, it's all about one bit. It's all one story. It all just is like a six-minute story all about this girl, or should I say, thing. <laughs> I don't know what this thing, this person was, but she was definitely on a different planet. And I've, you know, heard and seen these things in TV, and but never in the wild and never in my, uh, you know, personal boundaries or personal space. But it was crazy what happened and at like throughout the story itself I was just like how is this happening to me like what is going on <laughs> and it, it was nuts but uh I'll get into it all over uh the the open mic uh when the recording itself but um I think I might just get into it early because it's going to get crazy how much uh, detail I want to get into this later. But uh, <laughs> I will say, though, uh, if you guys tuned in last week, uh, definitely, how was that? Eric Escobar, man, that guy is funny. He is so cool, and uh, I am so glad that he uh, joined me and helped me out uh, getting a, 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 an interview together. It was really cool, and uh, we talked a lot about uh, stand-up, and we talked about his uh, career, as well as a whole lot more stuff. So if you guys haven't tuned in to uh, that episode episode 11 uh definitely check it out um and if you are in the la and oc area definitely check him out uh on facebook or any of those sites because he's always uh 
posted when he's performing all around this area, and uh, he goes everywhere. So definitely, uh, if even if you're not in the L.A. area, uh, check it out because he might be going to a city near you soon. So uh, he was <laughs> – I remember it was awesome because, like, some of the things were totally cool. Like, he got – like, we were talking about how uh, – when it when you kill on stage, it feels like that end scene in Top Gun, where you know Tom Cruise is shaking everybody's hand on the aircraft carrier, and everybody's all like, "Hey, you!" And then Ice Man's like, "You!" And then you know he gives them the you know satisfactory nod and everything, and the credits you know pan. But that's like the moment. But then when I told him about the moment that it feels like in movie fame, where you know, you bomb, it's like the scene in Can't Buy Me Love. He was totally like, what? What the hell is Can't Buy Me Love? I've never heard or seen that movie. What the fuck? And to add to the confusion, I think he kept thinking that I was saying Can't Hardly Wait instead of Can't Buy Me Love, which was the 90s uh, high school party movie, which is also a really good movie. (laughs) And I will say, speaking of that movie... That movie has a scene in it which makes you feel like you've bombed totally as much too because there's a scene in that movie where Mike Dexter uh he talks to uh you know his girlfriend uh played by Jennifer Love Hewitt he says Amanda, we need to get back together because I'm so stupid for breaking up with you before we graduated and blah 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 and then you know he has this huge touching moment uh, you know, in front of the whole party. And then, you know, she totally goes like, no, Mike, I don't want to date you anymore. Like I'm over this, leave me alone. And then he's all dejected. And then someone in the audience just yells out. (laughs) (laughs) That scene definitely makes me feel like how I bomb on stage. I'm just totally waiting at the end of the, like whole misery you know after a five minute set someone just in the background goes fag (laughs) and then i just and that gets the biggest laugh you know out of the whole five minutes that would be hilarious man if you guys are stand-up comedians and you know me personally and you've seen me on stage and stuff please next time i bomb on stage just yell out fag and i'll definitely know that you're not only listening but it would be great it would be great just to hear somebody say that because that's it's just funny like (laughs) not calling me a fag, but just the word fag. It's just a funny word. Anyway, uh, man, there's been a lot going on. Definitely. Uh, a lot of, a lot of, uh, open mics, a lot of different, uh, stand up. a lot. I've been, uh, working out a lot of bits lately as well as, uh, trying to get up some new material. Um, I'm hopefully going to show you some new material. Uh, when gems like this happen, like when a homeless person just takes you hostage, uh, you don't really need to work on material. It kind of just comes to you literally, <laughs> But uh, hopefully, you know, I don't run into too many more of these situations. But I don't know. When, uh, you know, writing gets a little tough, maybe I do want to run into a few more homeless people. It might give me, like, you know, a few more uh, minutes. (laughs) 
But what I should do is like get into this uh, set because it is a great one, and I want to talk all about it afterwards. And maybe I'll talk about some other stuff coming up uh, after the review. But who knows what's going to go on? Let's. But let's check it out right now. This is uh, at the Blacklight Lounge over here in beautiful Long Beach, California. It's uh, definitely cool. All right, guys. Let's check this out, and we'll come back and talk all about it. Let's do this. All right. Uh, so I was going to do a set earlier this week, and I had a lot of things in my head, but something literally happened to me that I just had to tell everybody. And as a comedian... There comes a point where, you know, certain things happen to you and you want to tell it on stage and you know for a fact a lot of people are going to be like, dude, that didn't happen. That's totally made up. That's BS. You're just a comedian. You're just trying to make things funny. But literally, I swear to Christ, this happened to me. And I I don't know how it happened to me, but it did. But yesterday, I was driving to my friend's house because I was... Uh, gonna record a podcast. He's another comedian. And I park, or I pull up to a gas station to get some gas. So I walk into the, the convenience store park, and I see a homeless person there. She's a female. And she's, at the same time, asking to use the bathroom. Now the attendant obviously goes like, eh, we don't have a bathroom. Sorry. Now, I make no, uh, you know, mind, and I my gas, and as I'm opening my door, the homeless person comes up to me and asks me straight up, hey, can you drop me a jack of box? This asshole doesn't want me to use the bathroom anymore. Blah, blah, blah. And you're like, uh. Now, as a white guy, I'm thinking like, okay, my parents raised me right. I was in a middle class family. I should probably say, I'm sorry. I have prior engagements. I need to be off somewhere, but have a nice day. But I didn't say that. I just stood there dumbfoundedly, and I went, Ugh. how far is Jack in the Box? And so without me even saying yes or no, she just gets into my passenger seat and starts just hanging out. Now, I don't know what to do at this point. I am just seriously like, oh my god, like, what is this homeless person doing in my car asking me to drive to McDonald's or Jack the Box? And I'm just, just dumbfounded. And you might think to yourself, how did I know she was a homeless person? Well, my eyes didn't tell me she was a homeless person. But my nose did, yes. And my car started immediately reeking of her stench. And now I'm just like, I don't give a shit where the fucking jack-in-the-box is. Just get the fuck out of my car. And, of course, that statement doesn't ring true in her head. What she hears is, oh, you want to smoke some crack? And literally pulls out a crack pipe and just starts smoking up in my park, in my passenger seat, in the gas station. Now, I am now just like, no longer thinking about me being a, a middle class white guy or anything. Now I've turned into like just the most racist 
white supremacist guy yeah. and went, look, bitch, get the fuck out of my car right now. And she just goes, oh, this is my jam, and just turns up the radio. Like, I'm not even in the car at this point. Like, this is just some car she's found. And I'm like, okay, is this really happening? Like, a small part of me as a comedian is thanking the Lord, like, oh my God, I'm getting another five minutes out of this. But a bigger part of me is going like, am I going to have to smoke crack with this homeless person to get the fuck out of my car? And it goes on, and then it gets even worse. And I swear to Christ, this literally happened. I wish all of you were there so I could go like, see, all of them were there. They can tell, they can vouch for me. But, okay, I'll, I'll speed it up. Here's where it gets crazy. So, after I say, no, miss, I wouldn't like to smoke crap with you, she goes, hmm, okay, you want me to suck your dick? <laughs> and I was like, is this the moment I have a homeless person suck my dick at a gas station? Yeah. No, it isn't. This is where my grandpa told me some very vital information. He said, if you ever find yourself in front of a homeless person that's carjacked yourself and asks you to smoke crack and suck your dick, you say no. Now, obviously, I'm like, okay, please don't do anything. Don't rape me. Don't do anything. I don't want you to rape me. Just get out of my car. Look, there's a cop. Please, cop, save me. And as soon as I say cop, she goes, oh, you ain't no fun, and just gets out of my car. So, on that note, guys, never, never pump gas. Never pump gas. <laughs> All right, guys, take it easy. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Oh, man, that shit was crazy. Wasn't that an amazing story? And this is 100% real. I mean, this woman, uh, at least I think she was a woman, was totally, like, just from the moment I set eyes on her, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is this is crazy. This is nuts. So let me let me paint you a few more details to what happened, really, at this... Uh, at this gas station. So I'm driving to actually Eric Escobar's house to do the podcast of last week. So uh, we were recording at his uh, parents' garage out in Gardena. But before I went over there, I decided to uh, pick up a few beers and also pick up uh, some gas. (laughs) So I go into a gas station and I'm about to fill up. And I noticed that this uh, woman in question she was definitely trying to use the bathroom at the gas station. But the attendant, probably not her his first encounter with this woman, probably was like, no, you can't use the bathroom. I know what you're going to do. Blah, blah, blah. Just, no, you can't use it. So she goes out of the convenience store and in a huff. And I can see that she's kind of coming towards me. Now, like, I don't want to, like, you know ignore her, but I'm definitely trying to not make eye contact, and like, like an idiot, she comes up, or like, I (laughs) allow her to come up, and like, she begins to talk to me, as I'm like, getting into my 
car. Like I'm opening, like I'm like finishing up the gas. I'm opening up the door, and like as the doors open, like she comes up to the passenger side, and Jen just automatically goes into her diatribe of like, "Hey, I need to use the restroom." Blah blah blah. Drive me to the jack in the box. It's just down the street. Blah blah. And then just opens the door and gets in my car. <laughs> now I'm now get in my car too and go like, "What the fuck is going on here?" Like, lady. I didn't say yes, no, or whatever. Like, come on now. Like, you're just going to get into my car. And that was my problem is that I opened up both sides of the doors. And I should have just opened my side. In retrospect, don't open both sides of the door. Like, I don't know if I did it consciously or subconsciously. Like, you know, you hit those, you know, keyless entry like one or two times. And then suddenly, you know, your whole car gets open. And now you're fucking stuck with a homeless person inside it but that's the thing so this was also true too because i kind of had my suspicions that she might have been homeless but then i thought oh maybe she's just you know some poor chick you know that lives in the neighborhood but then as soon as she got in my car you could tell she was homeless because the overwhelming stench of her just came through and just permeated my car instantly and it was crazy how it was strong and you're like Oh my god, Jesus lady. Yeah, it was nuts how how crazy uh stinky she was. <laughs> and it was, you know, one of those like I don't know what this smell is, but it is definitely not right. <laughs> so, as I'm thinking to myself like what the hell is going on? Like I try to compose myself. I'm trying to like keep this like calm and like you know not escalate. I'm not trying to like, you know, call the cops just yet. I'm just like, hey, this is a misunderstanding. I got places to be. Please get out of my car. And then, yeah, as soon as I say get out of my car, please, she just automatically starts going into smoking what I assume is crack. It could have been speed. It could have been who knows what. I don't know. It could have been Viagra. <laughs> she could have been smoking whatever, but it was in one of those, you know, classic uh, speed pipes. And suddenly at that moment, I was like, oh, all right. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. This has escalated to be way more than just like, you know, wanting a, a little lift to Jack in a Box. Because if it was. You know, some older gentleman that was seriously homeless and maybe, you know, just down on their luck. I don't mind, you know, driving him to the homeless shelter or driving him to, yeah, the uh, across the street or something like that. And I've definitely handed guys food and gotten them burgers and given them money and, like, had not necessarily a relationship, but I've known guys that have been homeless that I've seen multiple times and we have like a small rapport. Like sometimes I'll give them a, uh, you know, a McDonald's cheeseburger. Sometimes I'll go like, Hey man, sorry, not this time, but it's that not, this is not it. This is a straight up crack whore fucking crazy bitch. And here's the thing. Like, I'm not trying to say, I haven't said what race this woman is and guess what it is because you could probably guess any race 
any type of race would probably be this type of woman. But I don't know what type of race this woman was. Like, I don't know if she was black or Mexican or, like, yeah, some sort of, like, Asian or, like, she could have been white and just fucking dirty. Like, I don't know what this race was, but she was definitely, like, a mix of a lot of different things. Like, she, I think she was, like, maybe, like, half Filipino half like Samoan half like crazy bitch it was nothing it was it was weird like I don't it was like I don't know what type of what to call it <laughs> besides just an it and a gender of some sort I don't even know if it was a female I could have maybe thought it was who knows could have just been like a lady boy of some sort anyway there was this confusion where she thought like Every time when I said, no, get out of my car, that meant, let's just keep doing what I was going to be doing no matter what in this car. And so she starts smoking it up, and and, and now I'm rolling down the windows. I mean, the the windows were already kind of open because of the stench, but now I'm like definitely like, oh, I don't need this in my car. What the fuck? And so I'm definitely now moving out of the nice guy, moving out of like, hey, no, 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 no. This is now too far. Get the fuck out of my car, bitch. Like, this is like beyond my like, hey, could you mind just not doing that, please? No, it's like, hey, get the fuck out. And I'm done being nice here. And then she decides to just crank up the music and go, Oh, this is my jam! And I don't know how this even happened because I don't even have, like, hip-hop stations, like, tuned into, like, my speed dials or anything like that. But she just instantly just, like, knew, like, what station to go and, like, just instantly turned it up. It was like a one-fluid motion of, like, she just went... And then suddenly it was like, what the fuck is going on? This lady won't get out of my car and she's fucking cracking listening to Wiz Khalifa. Oh my god. (laughs) So then I'm like, okay, okay. How do I get this girl out of my car? How did this, like, how do I end this? Like, I don't want to get the cops involved, but I'm, like, so close. I'm just, and I'm thinking, like, okay, we're in public. We're, like, at a gas station. Like, don't you think that, like, you would not want to kind of be smoking crack in front of this gas station? Wouldn't you have at least thought we would be on our way halfway to Jack in the Box before he bust out the crack pipe? Like, I, if I was a homeless person, that's what I would have done. I would have, like, probably waited until the car started moving, and then I bust out the crack pipe. This is now, in retrospect, why I know now why the gas station attendant told her to get the fuck out. Like, he was probably, this is probably a story that he experienced in his convenience store. Or he probably knows firsthand, like, oh yeah, this is, she did the exact same thing uh, in a bathroom once. (laughs) But now, here's the kicker, because of course, like, every homeless or just fucking crazy ass weirdo bitch she has to throw in the uh, sex work too so of course after the get the fuck out bitch she then says like hmm so uh you want me to suck your dick and i'm like uh hello um i told you no on the driving to jack in a box no on the uh 
uh, smoking crack at my ha- in my car. What makes you think that I'm gonna want to now like just have you start sucking my dick in the gas station? <laughs> Hello, come on, come on now, come on now. Here's where I will say though, ladies. Here's a tip: if you ever th- have a guy that's just needing, wanting you to get out as soon as possible, or just wanting you to leave, or just you know telling you. In one shape or form, like, man, you need to just get the fuck out. Just casually start saying, hey, you want me to suck your dick? And then you'll really know if he really wants you to leave. (laughs) If you throw out the dick sucking and he's still like, uh, no, 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 no. Then you really know, oh, man, this guy must mean he he really wants me to leave. (laughs) And yeah, I will say, uh, this is the only, this is the second time I should say that I've told a woman, no, I do not want you to suck my dick. And it came, (laughs) I'll tell you that the first time came from a girl (laughs) that decided that she, for whatever reason, was going to be my girlfriend. And like, I remember, and this girl, like, she just was like... You know, not my type. I'm sure she was somebody's type, but she was not my type. And I'm kind of not even having a type, really, but she was definitely not the type. (laughs) But, yeah, like, we were at a party one time, and she totally, yeah, was drunk off her ass, and she cornered me in uh, at a bathroom. Like, I was, like, just getting out of the bathroom, and she was coming into the bathroom. And she totally, like, pushed me into the bathroom and then was all like, Hey, we need to, like, hook up, and we need to, like, do all these things, and then we can start dating, and then you can take me to Disneyland. And it's like, what? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Huh? <laughs> no. I don't want to do any of those types of things. And then, yeah, she straight up started going like, Well, what if I, I you know, I give great blowjobs, blah 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 and it's like uh no i don't know that like that's not like the word on the street like <laughs> and what kind of word on, like do really women want that word on the street of like hey you know that girl she gives great head <laughs> but for whatever reason yeah she was trying to like talk up her game and f- ladies like you don't have to talk up the game you can just start doing it and if they want you to do it believe me even shitty head is still going to be like uh better like if it's wanted than like really good head and it's not wanted (laughs) so yeah i had to politely go uh sorry uh nope i will not let you uh Fillet me at this moment in my life. Sorry, I'm going to go try to have this other girl that I want to to do it and later get turned down miserably. So, good day, madam. (laughs) That's what I did. But, yeah, this was not that. Like, if I had to choose between these two, believe me, that girl in the party was... uh, I would have definitely went like, well, I guess it's uh, time. It's going to be your... uh, Shining moment. This is your this is your night, lady. <laughs> because it's certainly not going to be this homeless bitch. No, sir. Mm-mm. <laughs> but anyway, I am so glad that in my real life, it's neither of them. It's my lovely girlfriend that's asking to suck my dick. Not really, but she's not really asking. <laughs> But uh I I'm asking actually more of more or less <laughs>
<laughs> and believe me, it's uh, just think about uh, what kind of answers you would uh, give if uh, your boyfriend was asking you. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, yeah, man, this was a huge story, and I can't believe like it really happened to me, and I can't believe it happened to me right before I was supposed to go talk to Eric Escobar, because I seriously was trying so hard not to bring this up in the interview, because it was that fresh. It was that, like, I even told him before we started recording, like, man, you can't believe that this just happened to me. Like, oh, my God. And he was even like, man, you got to tell that on stage. This is great. (laughs) And so, yeah, I got to definitely bring it out uh, a little bit more. Maybe try to hone in the beats. Maybe try to, like, bring in some, like, tags with it and try to try to hone in on on a few more things. But, yeah, it was straight up like a a crazy bitch. Oh, my God. And (laughs) anyway... All right, everybody, that was just, I'm going to wrap it up and uh, not say anything more, but uh, man, that was a great story, and I'm glad that you guys uh, tuned in to another great episode of This Comics Life right here with me, your host, D. Williams, a.k.a. Daryl Williams, a.k.a. Dumbass, a.k.a. whoever, I don't care what you call me, but please, if you guys like this or if you guys like uh, what I'm doing, please hit me up on uh, Facebook and give me a shout-out, or you can hit me up on Instagram or Twitter at This Comics Life or The D Stories. Just look up either of those two things and it'll get to me. Or you can also write me on the uh, archaic email. Ah, oh, my grandpa used to use email. It used to give me updates every now and then. Now I don't even use it anymore. But if you still want to use it, you can go to This Comics Life pod at gmail.com. Yep. <laughs> Do what Grandpa says and uh, write me an email there. Anyway, guys, tune in next week for a whole lot more uh, open mic sets. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to be doing. Hopefully some new material, maybe even a, a throwback to some good stuff that uh, you've already heard, but in a new version. That's the magic of stand-up comedy. Even though you might know what it is, I'm still going to throw out a punchline or two that you don't know. Anyway, thanks again, guys, and tell a million friends that you uh, like it. And please, if you haven't listened to Eric Escobar's uh, episode, go back to that one and listen. I'm going to be having a lot more interviews uh, with stand-up comedians. And if you are a stand-up comedian and you would like to uh, be interviewed by myself, please hit me up and I will definitely uh, put in the time. We can uh, go wherever you want. I am mobile and in demand, so uh, definitely let me know. Anyway, guys, thanks a lot, and peace out. So while we get drunk, so while we smoke weed, we're just having fun, we don't care who sees, so while we go out, hey, let me get a lighter, that's please. how it's supposed to be, cause you know I'm high as fuck and I forgot one, keep that in there, uh, so what? I keep them rolled up, sagging my pants, not caring what I show. Keep it real with my niggas, keep it playing for these hoes. It look clean, don't it? Watched it the other day, watch how you lean on.